When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're getting more money from your sneaker uh, deal. You're getting more money from this, from that, the opportunities, which it's not even about basketball. So to get back in a competitive way, only thing I could think of that you could do on Sunday, which really might be cool, might be the way to go. If you have a, um, if you have a mixed game, W listen to this one. How about this? WNBA players, playing in the game, in the all-star game, with the big boys. Just a combination. Just a combination you, of, of – So you, of, you're of, saying, like, uh, you would do a, a draft with the WNBA all-stars and NBA all-stars and, and intertwine them yeah. going up against yeah, each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that gives you okay. another avenue that these girls are going to play hard. The guys aren't going to want to be embarrassed. Some guys are going to be playing harder than most because some of these women are going to get out there and they're going to try to kill it. And then that might make that might make the competitive juices of the guys flow that much more. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, we're back with another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Joseph Gavone. He is, of course, Cedric Maxwell. Finishing off All-Star Weekend break. Max has already touched down in Chicago, ready to finish off the regular season and get right to the playoffs. So, of course, we got to talk about second-half Celtics. But first and foremost, man, I got to talk to you about this All-Star Weekend that uh, everyone's talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I know why you're saying that, because that All-Star game, man, I was – I was dreaming of Boston throughout that second half, Max. I'm like, man, I'd rather be chilling with Pops, Joel, my yeah. mom's just chilling, telling your jokes. Niece, yeah. Your niece, yeah. My niece, her first all-star game. I'm sorry. I am so sorry, baby baby Maria, because uh, that was uh, – I'm sure she was asleep uh, before I was, but I, I wanted to do the same thing in that second half. By the second half, Max, I was fighting back. Fighting back my sleep, man. I had to go take a lap. I had to walk around a bit. It was a heck of a weekend, but, man, that game was rough. So we got to talk about that. And then All-Star Saturday, which I had a lot of fun at the event. But mm-hmm. I, the, 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 the Jalen Brown heading into the final round of the dunk contest, I want, I want to hear your take on that. So let's start there, man. Did you get a chance to watch All-Star Saturday? What was your weekend like? Absolutely not. You know I don't watch that as stuff. I just heard about it. I figured uh, if Jalen's in it, someone's gonna make no, you no, watch it. it. Didn't make it like it wouldn't make any difference. The only way I would have watched that if you would have been in it, and, and little Amar would have been in it trying to see them done. <laughs> I might have got a shot at looking at or one of these old guys I played with. 
But you know, if you're not flying, but here's the thing that you, you know, well, first of all, if Ahmed and if Ahmed and I are in it, man, then the NBA is is, is down the tube. I'll start. Well, building. right now, what what you got the you got the uh, G League who's winning the slam dunk uh, back to back, back to back. I, I don't think it. You know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, uh, and I have to give Stephen A. Smith credit for this. He said. The reason the all-star game, the, the uh, slam dunk competition isn't what it was is because uh, LeBron James. And he said, wow, LeBron James? He said, because LeBron James has never gone into the slam dunk competition. And your best players, once he stepped down, then everybody else proceeded not to come in and, and, and slam dunk. And you, look at, you know, with yeah. Jalen coming in and doing it, you know, fair, fair for him. Good for him coming in and doing that. But there are certain things about Saturday night I think were special. The thing that was really special that the NBA got right was Steph Curry versus yes. versus the, yeah. the, the young lady WNBA three-point champ over yeah. there. That had to be really special, and the arena seemed like it was a buzz for that. Uh, I just saw some little snippets about the slam dunk competition and people being just. Dis- disappointed uh my buddy bob mcadoo who was a hall of famer uh he we talked and he said man he said i, I just felt that Jalen shouldn't have been in it and i don't know enough i didn't see it uh my daughter said he you know tried to parody uh d brown's uh you know dunk and said he, he tried looking, to he tried to remix it but i'll he, explain he, i'll explain he was he was looking at the same time and so well, who at, at, at a certain point is like, you know, part of it's right, part of it's not right. But Saturday night, I think, is the best. Time. And for me, the best thing about the NBA All-Star Game to me is it gives every sport an opportunity to send celebrities and all these people. That's who wants to come to the game. When I was, when they had the game in Charlotte, it was like who's who wanted to mm. come to Charlotte. Boxers, Evander Holyfield yeah. came to a party. My boy J. Cole pulled like, up. J. Cole all, all these people come. Yeah. So it's 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 more about the celebrities than it really has gotten to be about the game now. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what? That's a that's a really great point, Mac, because that's certainly what it felt like on Saturday, where it was like mm-hmm. the uh, celebrities and the uh or, or at least the, the NBA All-Stars and all that stuff, they were just all taking it in from the sideline and all that. And I feel like they had the same type of energy going in through the game, just going through the motions, you know, like, hey, we're, 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 we're too cool for this, man. Like, there was that competitive factor. But hold on. Before we get to the All-Star game, though, I got to say this. Yes, the Sabrina versus Steph, easily the loudest they got in there because Sabrina was killing it, Max. That's a tough spot to be in when everyone is, is saying, like, oh, she doesn't have a chance. Or even the people that are saying that she does have a chance, like, to go out there and do it and perform like that with millions of people watching, mm-hmm. man, I credit her 1,000% because she made – what she did was she made Steph work at the end. Like, she Steph made Steph work, and it seemed like that is something that the NBA can build off of. 100%. Uh, That's, I, a That's a lot of the arena guy. That's a lot of that. But when you think about the NBA All-Star game, and what happened Sunday? It was number layup drill. It was yeah. a layup drill, and guys, I, I was, I was, I'd have been more afraid about somebody getting hurt going through the motions, uh, because that's essentially what everybody did. My buddies yeah. and I, we were, we were playing cards uh, Sunday, and they were like, "Hey, let, hey, the All Star games go on. Let's watch the All Star game." And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> And the guy told me, he said, you're such a hater. I said, no, it's that I want to see that competitive thing of basketball. 
Right. During this, during my time, oh good, good Lord, during my time, I know some of you rolling your eyes, but during my particular time, the All Star Game meant something because not only that that you want to win for the Eastern Eastern Conference or the Western Conference and the MVP and all that, but you also, you know, there was some money that was involved. It was some at that time was decent money. Now you don't have enough money for the players who are playing in that game right now. I mean, right. you, you think if a guy's playing that game right now and he gets, I don't know what they're paying the guys, what, uh, maybe $100,000, $200,000 if you're an all-star to come in. You're getting more money from your sneaker uh, deal. You're getting more money from this, from that, the opportunities, which it's not even about basketball. So to get right. back in a competitive way, only thing I could think of that you could do on Sunday, which really might be cool, might be the way to go, if you have a um, if you have a mixed game. W, listen to this one. How about this? WNBA players playing in the game in the All Star game with the big boys. Just a combination. Just a combination you, of. So of, you, you're of, saying like uh, you would do a, a draft with the WNBA All Stars and NBA All Stars and, and intertwine them. Yeah. Going up against yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that gives you okay. another avenue that these girls are going to play hard. The guys aren't going to want to be embarrassed. Some guys are going to be playing harder than most because some of these women are going to get out there and they're going to try to kill it. And Yo, then that might make, that might make sure. the competitive juices of the guys flow that much more. So right. there, there, there isn't a lot of incentive to change what you – Carl Anthony Town getting 53 points, let me just say it bluntly. I could have got 53 doing layups. I, I wouldn't have been dunking, but I could have got 53 running up and down doing layups. I could have done that all day. A lot of right. people have done that. So I, the, the, the skill set wasn't there. The fun things, Dame, Dame shooting from half court, yeah, it was it was pretty good, but Halliburton those five three pointers in a row, which is a good thing, but it was a bad thing, man, because everyone's like, "Oh, we ain't playing defense now. Forget it. I'm, yeah. I'm not going out there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm not guarding him at half court, so yeah. he can." Like, no one wants to put in that type of effort. Guys, not even running out, and so it just to me, I don't know, I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you go in to fix it. Uh, Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets. Which players will score a touchdown? How many points will be scored? And so much more. New customers join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Boston to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. There's some, there's some really good things that you can do. One of them was whoever thought about the uh, Steph Curry, uh, you know, competition. 
with a three-point shot. That was really good. I think the three-point um, thing is still good, too. Oh, know, yeah. With Dame yeah, coming like out saying Dame time, that's really good. Well, you had a three-way, you had a you had a, a three-way tie in that first round, which really spiced things up. I feel like because but, it was just like, man, everyone was hitting everything. Yeah, but the All-Star game, the All-Star game, man. Right. It, 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 but, but hold on, hold on a second, Max. We got to talk about that dunk contest real quick because, first of all, I, I think Jalen deserved to be in it, and I think that he had some, you know, really cool dunks and mm-hmm. messages in between them. Some of them that symbol uh, symbolic for a lot of his personal life right whether it was the uh, tribute to dominique to his atlanta roots uh, he gave a, 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 a incredible unexpected in my opinion unexpected tribute to terrence clark which was super cool it was a mentoree of his late uh terrence clark who was a, a undergrad kentucky was supposed to be drafted in the nba you know died in a car crash so i thought that was cool for him to give him that shout out and then to give the shout out to the boston Celtics, the organization that he plays for he brings out jason tatum and then this is when he did the d brown but this is what drives me crazy max after the fact, well, first of all, the first log was terrible. Tatum is throwing this ball like right in front of the free throw line, and Jalen is expected to grab it, do the D Brown, and then bring it bring it uh, over uh, a social media guy, Sanat, who you, uh, I'm, I'm barely familiar with. But anyway, that's beside the point. My point is, after the fact, we find out that they didn't even practice this thing, Max. They went out there and, and, and just won it, and, and they got the dunk down. Tatum gave us the second dunk was like a little bit better than the first, but not that much better. And it's at a point where he can't do a no look that far away from the hoop. So he has to finish the dunk. He does the D Brown afterwards. It looks terrible. And I just felt like a lot of uh, there was that dunk and there was a couple other dunks that they just didn't land with the crowd. They were good dunks. I just think that because he's an all star, though, it's at least a step in the right direction that there's an all star participant in the dunk contest because there hasn't been one since like Dwight Howard, man. And I, I think, look, People can say what they want about Jalen, but at least at least the dude took a risk. At least the dude doesn't care if he's going to be a meme the next day. All the social media are going to make fun of him, talk all that trash. He went out there, he did his thing, he didn't win. I don't think he deserved to win, but at least he took a risk, man. There's not a lot of all-stars out there that's going to do that. I don't know who's going to be the next one. Who's going to be the next one to do the dunk contest? I don't know. Well, you know, he's he's a different dude because you think about it. Jalen Brown was the first guy to play in the big three. First, if right, NBA how many all stars would do that? Play Great the example. Three. And, you know, right. I, I, it's hell. I tell you what, even if your contract is like that, I'm not sure if they let you do that or not. I mean, right, what kind of risk is it for a NBA player to go out and play in the big three and you get hurt and you in your career? That, that to me, but just shows you who he is at the end of the day. But you know, good seeds about that. But then there were some bad seeds, and and you know they they have to they have to go in and fix it and and see where they land with that, and you know uh, only good seed we got out of that was JJ Redick and, and Scorch Earth. That's all we got. That's what, that's what was next. Like, <laughs> damn, I mean, I mean the head the head coach of the Eastern Conference All Stars, man, Ooh. just just catching catching bullets left and right, man. Ooh. Jeez. Ooh. Okay. All right. Well. My last take on the whole all-star game is more well, a question rather, and this is for you. Uh why was it different? I don't know, about 20 years ago when you know Jordan even yeah, about 20 years ago when Jordan played his last one as a member of the Wizards, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to what it is now. Because back then, man, we had a couple of overtime games. We had ones that came down to the wire. I remember one all-star game, I want to say 98, maybe the East made like a, a, a 14-point comeback. 
whatever. Like, I don't know the specifics, but the fact that it was even relatively close speaks volumes to where it is now compared to 20 years ago. Why is that? Dude, first of all, who the hell is playing in a game you score 200 points? What game, what game do you know that you That's can, true. that you play, that you score two point, 200 points? There Insane. were, during the time that, you know, we played, maybe you might have 110 to 112 or something like that, something different. But when these something scores, like that, like, 120, when you start going, when you, when you start going, scoring 200 points, that means you're not even thinking about playing defense. You see a guy drive towards a hole, you ain't trying to block a shot. Right. You think about it when the Kim Bay Matumbo played in there, he was trying to block shots. Yeah, he was, go- he was trying he was to get everybody. That block shot. Kobe did not play light at all. He no. played Jordan heads up. He wanted Jordan. And Jordan Max, he lost like and, he lost like three All Star games. He, he rarely lost those games. Yeah. You think of this: what guys you know right now want to be com- be that competitive? You know, in in the in the All Star game, Giannis. Maybe, Dame. Maybe. maybe, maybe five years ago. Now he doesn't care as much. I mean, so I mean, it's just it 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 is what it is, and you know, uh, the the more expensive people, they'll figure out how this should be done. I blame social media. I think it's this whole these kids grew up. You know, no one wants to be a meme. No one well, wants to blame, be made fun of. Well, you know what? Blame yourself then. Okay. You you are you are you and that's your generation. That's who you are. I'm on the other side of it though. I don't you're know, Max. That, I didn't have a cell phone as a like kid. You're not that far away from that. That's true, but Max, I got my cell phone when I was like 17, when, 18. When you These kids telling, are getting a cell phone, they're nine, eight years old, man. Josue, when you start telling me about hip hop songs and all this stuff, you're right there. You you're you're at that when 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 we get when we had uh what? What's D forty or what's his name? Is that his name? E forty. D forty. You know, called him UB forty or UBE forty. I think it was. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who he is, but you knew who he was. So I'm like, dude, I, I don't know who this dude is. But you saying that shit with confidence will always get me dying, man. You like, and then we got UBE forty coming through. E forty or whatever, man. Man, I I don't know. So again, this is this is your hip hop generation, and you got got to remember, this is the biggest thing about your generation. Your attention span is like this. <laughs> you got to get it done because if you're not doing this right now, with your, if you're not doing this. If you get the phone and you start doing like this, scrolling up and down, you you don't stop. You're that's, looking that's for something else. Do. What's next? They, What's they, next? Right. The, the scientists put that in for you guys. They said, "Look, we're gonna make sure this scrolling thing, and that's gonna keep your attention because their their mindset again." Is one where you, know, you you got they always have to be entertained. So yeah. I get part of that to, to your generation right now. I just feel like it's it's that like trepidation that that's gonna make the All Star game forever like this. Because let's let's say for example, right? I, I remember this one play. I think it was uh, Giannis or someone just going in, and Jokic gets there. As soon as as soon as Giannis gets that next step, he's just like, oh, like he might he might actually dunk on me. Let me move out the way. Like, come on, man! I, and I get it. This isn't the NBA Finals, but okay, well, what was here? Here's that's what thing. it boils down to. Here, here, I, I, I can't, I can't thing, have Giannis dunk on me, and I'm all over social media the next day. Here, Absolutely not. Here's the thing that we're really instead of being at. like, you know what? I can make a highlight. I'm going to block him so bad that he'll be the he'll be I, the meme. How about how about this? If if all of a sudden two guys start fighting in a game like that, 
Wouldn't that be? <laughs> wouldn't that be? Yeah. Max, you about to say my point? I was about to say the NBA needs to start manufacturing some beef, man. They need to start like making some like fake, uh, you know? I oh, mean, he said he said this about you like two weeks before the All Star game, leading up to it, like some like, I mean, like the way wrestling said, does with, yeah. with, with, with with promoting WrestleMania. They make these little fights or these little uh, these plot twists beforehand. That's the that's the only way. When we saw Jokic get caught on the rim, what did we think then? He jumps up, we, tries to dunk, and he gets hung on the rim. Oh, he yeah. We were like, oh, oh, how do you do that? Oh, yeah, you hear it in the crowd, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just I just think there's, you know, it is what it is. And unfortunately, you cannot put the genie back in the bottle. You're not, you can't make these guys play hard like that. The only thing I could see that would change the tenor of it would be if you added maybe some spice to it and you put some of the WNBA women in the in the all-star game and let them play a mixed combo of teams i think that that would change a little bit of you know because you know believe it or not they're going to compete the, the women the compete. women are yeah. more skillful when i mean just execution wise they don't jump higher they don't but fundamentally women when they play the game they're more sound than men because men sometimes their athletic ability just takes over and they just do something that you can't even believe Whereas a lot of times in the WNBA, it's about passing. It's about making mm. the right reads. It's about stuff like that. But here, here's one I give you. Back, here, practical here, stuff. Here's one. Here's one that will kill the All-Star game. And this, and I know you're going to go, oh, my God, if they did, that would be unbelievable. Steph Curry versus Caitlin Clark. Oh, like for <laughs> next year? Okay. No, that's probably yo book it, book it, Max. That's Steph probably that's the next thing. Caitlin Clark. You know that. what? And she she should start it off with some like message, some kind of tweet, being like, "I'll get it done this time." Yeah. Oh, like that. that would be. That and would then be everyone's cool. gonna start hyping that. You know, yeah. boy, just yeah. put up there, just put up there. I'm next. <laughs> yeah. I'm next. You put yeah. that up there, and it Max, would, this it is would kill. It would kill. This is like the formula now because let's face it, this whole. You know the, the 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 thing this year was with Stefan and um and Sabrina that wasn't thought of that week that was thought of weeks beforehand building it up building it up. all of a sudden oh mm-hmm. you know all starts to being asked about it. like Jalen was asked about it hey who do you think's gonna win tonight you know and then all all that like hype and all that hype I after. would love to yeah. I would love to see Caitlin Clark versus Steph Curry I like in that three too on three because Caitlin yeah. pulling up from deep. And have him have it just shooting the same distance because Caitlin pulling up just as deep as that bro. She's yeah. damn she she's low though. She's low. Yeah, did you did you did you see how Kenny uh you see how TNT broadcaster Kenny Smith was 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 getting all the catching all the smoke for what he said during what the thing? Say? So what he said was, and I feel like it's a, this is like that thing where you 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 say one thing, but it came off as completely so after the game, after the matchup, he was like, Oh man, like Sabrina should have won, Sabrina should have won. Like that's not fair, you know. Um, she was she um, what do you call it? They should let her shoot from the WNBA line and not not the NBA line. And then you know people are saying, like, well, wait a minute. Like, are you saying, you know, they should make it easier for her? You know, or is it more impressive that she did it from the NBA line and almost won? But he's saying no. If 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 she did it from the WNBA, WNBA line, it wouldn't have been close. It would have been a flat out victory. But then it's like so then. People are like, oh, Kenny doesn't know what he's talking about. He, you know, and then he was criticizing other stuff. But for the most part, he was getting the most smoke for that. And I thought it was funny because I'm like, man, 
you try to say one thing, but you got to think about it. Like, you don't want to make it easier for her. That's the whole point. Well, That's why it's impressive because they well, shot in the that, same distance. That, that really is what was impressive about it. That she right. The same distance he did. Because you remember, there's other sports out here. You know, WNBA, have, you know, have their three-point line. And on top of that, there's a woman in, in golf. Women have a different tee box where they hit right. from. Right. So, yeah, there are different things that come into play, but because she shot from there, that's why I'm saying Caitlin Clark, screw that. She's stepping back. But wherever you go in that step, that's why I'm shooting. Exactly. I'm, I'm shooting that's even there. better. I'm shooting from there. Right. And, and the emotion that she would have in it, shoot. You know, how about this? Tulsa Angel Reese in the midst of, of that stuff. <laughs> 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 we, we might be on to something that you know. I hope that they give us credit once they. Yeah, we got to. We got to. We got to. We got to put our, our PowerPoint presentation together yeah, and hit yeah, up the once NBA, they, man. Once they, once they get that, I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> some of the best WNBA players playing with the playing with the NBA players in the All Star game. I think that because that's the only way you're going to change anything right now. Yeah, right. Gonna, they're not going to play that much harder. But with these women coming out and the money really meaning something to them. And meaning something for the winning team for them, shit, they busting their asses. Whereas these men, mm. Are like, mm, mm, okay, we we'll get it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. What's up, listeners? Joseph Pavone here. We'll get right back to the Cedric Maxwell podcast in just one minute. But before we do that, if you're a foodie like me and constantly on the go then Factor Meals is just for you. Now, Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-minute meals. That's all it takes. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Factor also has snacks, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. No prep, no meal mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash Cedric50 and use code Cedric50 to get 50% off. That's code Cedric50 at factormeals.com slash Cedric50 to get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash Cedric50. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, man. Last, lastly, uh, Doc Rivers, the head coach of the Eastern Conference All Star, didn't didn't want this, right, Max? He said, Ooh. "Listen, I've been, a, I've been in 
Milwaukee for a couple cups of coffee at this point, and the record's not looking great. You know, what is it, three and seven getting uh, into this? Um, and now, after the fact, we got these comments coming from J.J. Reddick, which, well, kind of sparked off with Patrick Beverly saying how he should he, he, he owes uh, Doc Rivers his career and all that. But what really ruffled people's feathers was, was what he said about Doc Rivers and accountability. Uh, saying that Doc Rivers doesn't take accountability. He's not taking accountability for what's going on in Milwaukee because he walked into the situation. Uh, he told the press that uh, he was actually asking the organization for him to start after the All-Star break, and they they uh, insisted that he started right away. So people kind of like, well, Doc was kind of like, hey, it's not my fault type of thing, but it's still early. Uh, how do you see this whole thing uh, from your perspective? I mean, obviously, there's still plenty of regular season basketball left. Plenty of time for the Milwaukee Bucks to turn things around. It's not like they're at the bottom of the Eastern Conference here, but – with with this type of comments and all that stuff, these type of distractions, quote unquote, like, how do you see it? And are you surprised that JJ saying this? Well, either these distractions are going to make them worse, or it's going to build a fire under them, and they they come together for their coach. Right now, if you look at their team, they are they are disjointed, they are disinterested. Um, you, they, I don't see them coming out the East. I don't see that at all because. They don't yeah. defend. They just lost to um, uh, Memphis the other day, and they had the majority of their players. And Memphis was able to beat them. It's just that it's just not a pretty thing. But you know, that's that's what Doc Rivers signed up for. He didn't have to. He did not have to come out off that that stoop where he was sitting beside Doris Burke. He did not have to do that. Right. That was that was his choice. And a lot of people looked at it as if Doc Rivers somehow was behind Adrian Griffin's back, stabbing him. And the players were kind of like, you know, you'd see some of the comments when you see, um, uh, I think it was, wasn't Giannis, but uh, Dane, Dane said, this is the coach I want to play for. This is how I'm going to win the championship. What are you saying to the guy who just left? <laughs> yeah, who, wanted, who wanted you there? Yeah. Well, that's why he's not. That's why he's not around anymore, Max. I mean, clearly this was a something that the players must have felt. But yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm with you though. I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, Doc went in there and said we're going to do this, that, and the other. Like the organization has to pull that trigger, right? At the end of the day, the players have to voice themselves, uh, voice their opinion about the situation. At the end of the day, and it seems like from the very beginning, from uh, when, when Terry Stotts was let go. Uh, an assistant that was brought in clearly because of his uh, great relationship with Damian Lillard over at Portland. And right away, it seemed like Adrian Griffin was like, look, this isn't going to work again. I don't know if that's a testament to how he was running things between the players, but clearly they got off to a weird start and they never really recovered with how the players felt, or at least how the organization felt they were going to pivot to dark rivers, uh, you know, a month before the all-star break. Well, you know, people said it was a rough schedule and yeah, part of it was going to be rough for them. Uh, going in with a new coach and a new system, but how do you lose to Memphis? How do you how do you lose yeah. to Memphis? If you are championship driven team, how do you lose to Memphis, who has a an allotment of G League players and yeah. guys who are who are not going to be in the league next year, or who guys who would be on the end of somebody's bench? And what happened in that game? They out hustled you. They mm -hmm. just wanted the game more. And if you if you are if you're the Milwaukee Bucks, how are you feeling right now? If you're Giannis Dela the Kumbo and you're one of the best players in the world, how's that happen? How's that happen? Yeah, man.
I mean, you, you know, the, arguably he's one of the top five players in the world. They ain't made far behind. How do you lose to a G League team? I mean, yeah, Max. We've seen, but we've seen the Celtics from time to time step down to the level of the competition over the last couple of years. We haven't right. seen that as much this year. Only a few games, I think we've seen it. But for the most part, this is this is a it is a very very disappointing when I start thinking about the Bucks and who they are. Um, for JJ Reddy to come out and say, "Well, he was my coach." Stephen A. Smith chimed in, "Well, he was his coach, so he he has a right to say, you know, no accountability." Doc Rivers, I'm tired. He's like, I'm tired. He just kind of went out of his way just to, I mean, to nuclear bomb Doc, which he didn't really have to do that. Everybody knows the Bucks aren't playing well, but you know, yeah. in in the Broadcast world, in the broadcast world, I got to give JJ Reddick marks for big balls. I mean, that you, you, you know, I say I'm Sam Cassell used to say like this: "Big onions." JJ Reddick, that was that was big onions, like big onions. Oh, okay, even Stephen A. Smith looked like he was like you know Stephen A. Smith like that. Get the headlines of that, but nah, that was what I read. Uh, you know, J.J. Reddick scorched earth with Doc Rivers. I was like, whoa. And when I saw the tape, I was like, whoa. That shit's got to be personal, man. I don't know. I feel like these former Clippers players, man, they just, I don't know what it is. They're just so disappointed how things just didn't turn out their way in those years of the, of the Clippers. But, I mean, look, what Austin Rivers said, though, with Doc, Doc Rivers' son stepped up and said, I thought I was interested because accountability, like in terms of like he doesn't take accountability, I mean, a lot of times his he lost his job because of what happened. It was almost like right after, you know, blowing a three, one lead and people can say what they want, whatever they, he did it more than once, obviously. But the one that stands out the most to me is what happened in Philly, man. He had the Celtics against the ropes, three, two lead MVP season for Joel Embiid. You know, the Celtics went off the way they did. And I, I just thought that they had at least one more year, one more year to give, to give doc another chance there in Philly, but they were, they were quick to get him out of there. So I just feel like he's, He's usually like organizations don't have a whole lot of patience with Doc. I feel like he's they're, they're quick to, to say, "Hey, that's it, man. Get up, get get out of here." And with the Milwaukee Bucks situation, this is that one situation, that one team where I feel like Doc would say, "You know what? I'll come out of retirement for this to go. I mean, to coach Giannis, get back to the finals and all that." It was the one situation where he was gonna he was gonna say yes. But here's the one thing that didn't. It was the smell test. The smell test, not even the taste test. It's like when Joe Sway goes into his refrigerator and says, "What? Mm, what? What is this? What is this? Like, what did I bring? And what did I put in this?" It was the smell <laughs> test. Smell test. What I mean by that is, Adrian Griffin had the second best record in the in the Eastern Conference right. at that time. What's the smell test? You're going, man. Smells pretty good to me. All of a sudden, you fire him. You better be coming in with some some real. Your team better better go to another level because you just released a guy who is doing a pretty good job with your team. So that smell test, not even the taste test. That to me, that 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 is going to that's going to haunt Doc for a while. That's really. Yeah, I feel like part Doc. of that. I feel like part of that test was the organization calling Doc being like. We think about this and that and the other because there, he's the consultant, right? It was very kind of hush hush. We didn't yeah. know a lot of people didn't know, but the way I see it was, well, okay, Doc, that's interesting. Well, what would you do? 
in the situation. Let me, let me ask you and then this whatever question. Doc said, they must have been like, you know what, Doc? I like your ideas. Or, you know, I, I think we should we should pivot towards, you know, and then little by little, you plant that seed. You obviously ask the Giannis's okay. and the Dame Lillers of the world, and everyone's like, hey, if we can replace this guy with Doc Rivers, let's do it. Because you have to get the green light for those guys for 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 well, to well, for well, all look that. At it, look at let's let's go even further. Let's go with what happened with Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Yeah. Doc Rivers comes in and replaces them. ABC and, and, ESPN, to, yeah. and you and I happen to be huge fans of Mark Jackson. Huge fans. And Van Gundy, I thought Van Gundy was the truth teller. Yeah. He, he oh, just yeah. told the way it was. And I enjoyed I enjoyed their commentary. I enjoyed what they said. But Doc Rivers comes in and gets the job. And before he, the seat gets hot, he's out of there on to the you next know. job. Yeah. So there was some there's some real stuff that's going to transpire. I'll ask you this question before we go. Does this affect Doc Rivers as a Hall of Famer? It shouldn't. Huh? It shouldn't. Why why? Because of um his basketball, his 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 professional basketball. Uh, prowess as a player is what? Okay, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, and, I'm thinking, and, of, I'm thinking of him as a coach. I'm not thinking of him as a and, player. And as a as a head coach, it's good. You get you won you won one chip. Yeah, I know that's true. How many, how many did you lose? Yeah, you lost a how lot. How many times did you lose? How many people have blamed you for losing the other again? No, with different teams. So I don't know what it does when it comes to Doc Rivers as a, as a coach. I I don't know what the hell here's here and I know we get no. It's interesting, Max, because you know if you if he wins one, it's a, it's a slam dunk. But if he doesn't, and there's another failed attempt, then yeah, you might be onto something here. I mean, well, well, it's just I got to look at the playoff wins and all that stuff. But in terms of series, he doesn't he doesn't have after Boston. I look, mean, that, we, it's not great. We, the record's not great. We're in a a, a time space now, which is. So unbelievable in your era right now that it's almost like a civil war all over the place. It's black, it's white. Look at comedians right now. Look what the hell is going on with Cat Williams? Cat Williams went out and and destroyed all these people. Right now, every time I look yeah, at but, but the, the, there's receipts popping up left and right, man. It's yeah, not but, like he's, he's but, talking but, out, he's talking nonsense, you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying, nobody's brought up those receipts. I'm seeing yeah. receipts right now for Oprah. People are talking about Oprah left and right. What a bitch. Da, 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 da. I really? mean, it seems like his Armageddon on everybody and everything now that yeah. we do. Very much like as you talked about Cat Williams. Did JJ Reddick come out and do the same thing? Mm. Where the receipts said nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody was ever talking about Steve Harvey. Who have you heard? Who have you ever heard say anything bad about Steve Harvey? Who? Nobody. nobody. Yeah. When have you heard one of these broadcasters say anything bad about Doc? They might say, "Well, you know, didn't get it done again," but you never heard nobody go scorched earth. Never. I mean. I'm looking right now. I'll say again, Cat Williams and JJ Reddick. Make sure that they're in the same room because I want to make sure they're different people. All right, because that was the same kind of explosiveness, and 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 you know, like it or not, 
it was it was something that he could say because he played for Doc Rivers. Right. Now, was there any animosity? It just almost seemed like there was some animosity. It didn't seem well. Well, the it, part that it, for me it seems like is animosity when he corrected Beverly when Beverly was like, "Oh, that man saved your career." He was like, "Actually, I had another offer." You know, pretty much he's trying to say the Clippers was wasn't you know the all the only thing I had on the table. You know, but those were his best years. The best his best years were in with the Clippers. So I think that's what Beverly was trying to say. Man, but he took it as like, "Oh, oh, Doc saved my career." No, no, no. Beverly's saying, "No, you played your best basketball with Doc." So why are you doing this? I'm not, you know I'm what I mean? Not, I'm not sure if he did because I remember J.J. Redding. His years to me when he was in Philly were a lot more deadly. When he came yeah. off the bench playing with J- that, those years were the ones that's like, oh, shit, J.J. Redding. I remember people right. in the garden groaning. Well, he had a starting job and all that, but no, I hear what you're saying. I, remember, yeah, he had a people, good job I remember people groaning in the garden after J.J. Redick had hit three shots and he found himself wide open. People like, uh, and he missed. And it was like, oh. Man, I was saying for like a season or two, so let's, so let's need to pick this guy yes, up. Like, yes, He's going to yes. keep killing you guys, yeah. So, I mean, that that's just, uh, but I don't know. If you bridge those together, Cat Williams and J.J. Reddick, and people saying about Oprah, it's an Armageddon on everything. There's the saltiness there, for sure. Yeah. yeah, there's some there's some salty shit out there right now. It's salty. <laughs> it's salty. Everybody's salty. People are salty, and if you get if they have a platform, they're gonna they're gonna say what they want to say, man. That's for sure, man. We know what we need, man. We need an off season uh, Doc Rivers and Shannon Sharp uh, interview. That's what we need. Get, get some get some liquor on the table. Doc Ooh. spill the spill the spill the tea. Give me the mm. truth, Doc. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm I'm waiting right now for Steve Harvey to come back and Cat Williams. Yes, yes, that would be a great episode. I haven't, man. I haven't heard anything about because Steve Harvey always say. I'm from Cleveland. I ain't, I ain't the one to be playing with. You know, that, that, that. I have not heard him with one response to what Cat Williams is saying. And right. that, to me, that's very, very, very surprising. Or is it very, very telling? Mm, that part. Or something's in the works. We'll have to wait and see, man. That's that's the thing with, with most of this stuff. Got to wait and see how things play out. But I'll tell you this much, Max. I, I, I'm not a, a believer in this Bucks team, but... No. Don't go, don't go ahead and, and, and fire Doc in the summertime and don't do it, Milwaukee, man. I mentioned this right when the news dropped, Max. And I said, if he's graded for what happens this year, that's not fair. And what did you say, Max? You remember what you said? You said it's not a it's not about being fair, it's just the way it's going to be. And I hope, I, I hope that's not the case, man. <laughs> well, before before we get out of here, I gotta give my condolences to Bobby Joe Reed, who passed away. Uh, at 68 years old, he came in the year that I played uh, with the Houston Rockets. I played against him in 1981 uh, uh, in in Houston. Uh, passed away from cancer. Uh, you know, Earl Curitan. Uh, you know, Earl the Twirl. It, it just seemed like it's uh, it's really a time for everybody to kind of batten up and you know and say 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 your piece, man, and, and be happy with who you are. And, and identify and just tell people you care about them. So uh, our condolences go out to both those guys and their families. Absolutely, man, 100%. And with that, we'll wrap up this episode of Cedric Maxwell Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.